best friends. I'm Renee. I'm Ashley. And we are gearing up for season two, and we're so excited. <laughs> oh, so excited! To this point. And we just wanted to take a little time and ask you if you would do us a huge favor and check out a survey that we created. We just want to hear from you and what you like and what you don't like, so we can make sure that season two is the best it could possibly be. Yeah. For you, our best friends. And I would say it's not even a huge favor because it's like a two-minute survey. So exactly. it's pretty quick and fun, and you can take it on your cell phone if you want. And not to mention, it's completely anonymous, so we will never know. Oh, yeah. If you have feedback, we would love to hear it. Yeah, let us know um, what you think. And you can take the survey by finding the link in our Instagram account, which is at Best Friends Club Podcast, or by visiting our website, www.bestfriendsclubpodcast.com and you can check out our blog posts and there's one called season one survey and the link will be there yep it's perfect very easy we would love to hear what you think and we want to make sure that you're having as much fun as we are in season two if you have a couple minutes in the next couple of days go ahead and fill out the survey we would really appreciate it we just love hearing from you guys yeah and if you're driving right now and you can't take it, you can just tell Siri to remind you to check out our Instagram and take that survey when you get home. Or Alexa. That's a great idea. Or whoever your personal robot is. Wherever you, wherever you get your robot slaves from. Yeah. <laughs> whatever brand of robot slave you subscribe to. They're here to help. They're here to help. They're here to serve. Okay. You guys are the best. Thanks so much. We and love you. Enjoy this episode. Bye. Bye. Hi, welcome to Best Friends Club Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Renee. And, and you are with us for season one. Oh, sorry. And we're your best we're friends. We're your best friends. <laughs> is, that, is that what you're going for? I don't actually Don't know what I was fun. going for, so I'm glad that you took over, but now we're I mean, back. 19 and, episodes I mean, in. Yeah, that's okay. We'll get there one still day. Still trying to get the swing anyway, of things. Here we are. We finished each other's sentences. Sandwiches. Sometimes. Oh, sandwiches for sure. <laughs> yeah, well, usually you more than me, though, right? I was going to say. Like, like a bad way. No, no. It's because Ashley takes a really long time to eat anything. So by the time she's finished with her breakfast, I'm already ready for lunch is kind of like the time frame we're going on. So I'm sure I've eaten the other half of your sandwich many times because you just oh, took too long. Oh, and also because and because you love bread. And yeah, I'm like, I love bread. So I eat all the stuff, you know. Anyway, um, speaking of that, I didn't realize this. Okay, I've been with my boyfriend for four years. This came up for the first time last week. Hmm. We were, um, okay. Renee is right. I, not the whole me not liking bread. What came up is what I'm about to tell you. Um, I do eat very, very slowly. Um, I so always have like ever since I was a little kid. I think it's because a couple of reasons, um, don't have a lot of siblings. So it's not like I've had to like eat or be eaten type thing. Um, <laughs> and I'm the youngest and I'm really chatty. So I always like sit there and just like blab it. I talk too much. I know this my entire life. I've been told like, you're talking too much. That's why you're eating so slow. And I'm like, yeah, but I want to share stories. So I'm sitting at dinner with my boyfriend last and by at dinner, I mean like we're sitting at our kitchen table talking over dinner 
Well, I'm talking, he's listening and he's completely done with his meal. And I'm like maybe halfway through mine through the first course. And, I mean, we're not the queen and the king. So we only had like, <laughs> like everything was on one plate. Like, we let the butler go that night. So we didn't have anyone serving <laughs> us courses. Don't know how you do it in the manor over there, but, mm. um, but yeah, so I was, and, and also I, I should also caveat, I really like to eat slow. I do not like eating fast. And I mean, so it's you're just doing it right. Not, pardon? You're doing it right. I mean, it's much better to eat slow than fast, but thank you. Well, I look, can't that's why I realized this came up because he was sitting there and he was like, okay, he was like pointing at my plate or like looking at it, like raising his eyebrows. And I was like, Oh, like, do you want some here? He's like, no, no, I want you to have it. And I was like, I, I am, I, I'm eating it. I'm enjoying it. And he was like, okay, keep eating. And I was like, what are you on about? Like, I was like I'm working on it. I was like, I'm chewing, I'm talking, I'm digesting. Like I've been a slow eater my whole life. And he was like, I have to go do like, he's doing, um, a university course, like part-time, um, distance learning. And so he's like, I need to go do like my work. And I was like, then go do your work. He's like, I can't, I can't leave the table while you're still eating. I was like, what go, just go. And he was like, no, it's rude. And I was like, it's ruder to force me to eat. <laughs> like, Just go. <laughs> and I was like, I'd rather you get up and go do what you need to do. And I can eat at the pace I want to eat than you to at force your me own to like, leisure. At my leisure. Thank you. I was like, don't make me <laughs> inhale my food because you feel rude. Like I was like, uh, and then I was just like, how long has this actually been a thing? And I've been none the wiser just sitting there blabbing on while he's like, yes, I had no idea. So anyway, I get it. Like some people would say that like, I probably need to like, no, no, you're supposed to eat at the pace of everybody else. But like, no, I'm going to eat at the pace that I'm comfortable eating and just get up when you're done and go do whatever you need to do. It will not have been the first time I've been left at the table. So mm-hmm. anyway, I've tried to eat as slow as you and I just, the food just keeps finding my mouth. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you eat so slow. I wish I could eat even half as slow. I think I eat faster around Matt too. Like he eats so fast. And I don't know if I'm like trying to catch up, but like sometimes I'm like, by the time I put the dinner on the table, it's like already gone. I don't know. I just find that cumbersome to try to eat fast. I find it really difficult and like stressful. Like I feel like I can't breathe. I'm like, okay, gosh, gotta, okay, chew quick. Gotta take another bite. And it's like, (laughs) even if I'm really hungry, I still like to eat slow and just savor it, I guess. I don't know. Well, it's good. It's a good thing. You're definitely doing it the right way. Um, but that's funny that Ben has been held prisoner (laughs) every night. (laughs) And he's like, it's cause you talk too much. I was like, rude. And that's not the first time I've been told that. (laughs) (laughs) What's your point? You knew what you were getting into, mister. Anyway. Yeah. My mom recently gave me a box of like old memories and, oh, excuse me all this stuff. Um, and some of them were my old report cards from like kindergarten and first grade and oh all gosh. the so comments. You get it, Renee? Get what? <laughs> the, the memories? Getting, yes. The, the well, never she, getting rid of any scrap of paper. She compiled them into one box to be fair, but all of them were like, you know, A, 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 A. And in the comments, it was like, Renee is a joy to have in class. She just talks a lot, basically, is the summary <laughs> of of things like 
needs to be quiet more often is the gist <laughs> of the feedback I got, which She's I'm great. sure is still the feedback. She's great, but like, how do we shut her up, please? Yeah, sometimes where's the nap off button? Time? My dad said to me not so long ago, he's like, Renee, you started talking and you were like 10 months old and you have not stopped since. And I'm like, well, oh my where gosh. do you think I get it from, Bobby? I was about to say, your dad's got a lot of wiggle room to talk there. He's got a lot he's, of talking. Uh, you, did you say, well, I am your daughter? Yeah, Bobby. pretty much. Speaking of box and memories, I did find this box. Um, for those of you that don't know, um, Ashley and I are recording this podcast across the world from each other. She's in New Zealand and I'm in Tennessee and I found this box, including the sign you made me. We're video chatting right now while we're podcasting. She made me a sign that says, I'm Renee, the butterfly princess. In like color change gel. Yeah. It's in gel pens for sure. Um, but it's been perfectly preserved because I put tape over it. So you can so <laughs> Don't can worry, we'll it put forever. it on Instagram for Yeah, we will. To and see. also this button that says celebrate 2000. Happy New Year. Oh, happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I really do keep everything. Um, not sure why that's on trial right now. But um, yeah, I really do keep everything. I'm showing her some it's pictures from ninth grade. They're really good. Um, so yeah. we got really off topic and I don't know how, but this is season one, episode 19. Anyway. The one where the monkey gets away. The one where the monkey the, gets away. The one where Ashley eats really slow. <laughs> the one where Ashley eats really slow and Renee is keeps every episode. <laughs> is every episode. Is um, every episode. Yes. Yeah. So let's talk about the one where the monkey gets away. Okay. Um, Okay, so in this one, there's pretty much only one storyline. Um, it's not like the other ones where there's like two of them are, you know, hijinks over here, hijinks over there, Lamaze class. Hijinks. Um, <laughs> you know, the usual. Um, everybody's kind of in on the same story. So, well, I guess at the very beginning, it opens up to Rachel at the coffee house. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that's right. Okay, sorry. I was going to say, didn't we just say in the last one Rachel was sick of being called Hey You and she switched jobs, but she didn't yet. She just sent out all of her resumes and mm-hmm. never heard anything back, right? With her excellent computer skills. Well, she got that one interview and it didn't happen, so I guess the job oh, hunt is right, off. Oh, that's right, the buyer. That's mm-hmm. right. I was thinking, I was like, didn't doesn't she go work for that like guy where she has to sort mannequin heads? But that's, spoiler alert, not yet. So, okay. So, TBD on that one. Right. So she, she's still working at the coffee house and she comes over and like lists all these different types of tea. And then she's like, oops, you're not the guy that asked about the tea. (laughs) And that was the like funny opener, which I was like, "Mm." I I don't know. It was, it was fine. It was good. She did a great job. Great job, Rach. Um, (laughs) remembering all those teas, remembering all the teas. I mean, you could write it down, but I guess, you know, what's the fun in that? Potato, potato. (laughs) So, so that's the beginning. And then the rest of the episode, um, at the beginning, Rachel sees the, um, engagement announcement for her ex-fiance, Barry, who she walked out on at the altar in the first episode. And it's not just Barry, it's Barry and Mindy, her maid of honor. I think we've already probably talked about this and how crazy that is. Don't be a Mindy. That's what it was. Don't be a Mindy. Unless it's Mm -hmm. Mindy Kaling, in which case... 
be, be a Mindy, Mindy Kaling. Kaling for sure. Don't be Mindy, whatever this one's last name is. De Blasio feels right. <laughs> feels right. Probably. From Very Long, Long Island. Island. Long Island. <laughs> De Blasio. <laughs> Just like spitballing. Mayor. It is the mayor. Oh, man. Bill de Blasio. It's probably accurate. Don't worry. I'm pretty Um, sure de Blasio is the mayor or the governor. I can't remember. uh, Okay. Anyway, I was about to start (laughs) offering suggestions. But look, neither here nor there, people. You don't need to know what we know and don't know. This isn't a New York politics podcast. It's an accounting podcast with a hip-hop flair. With a hip-hop flair. flair. (laughs) Name pending. 50 cent pending. (laughs) Oh, he was the mayor from 2010 to 2013, so he is no longer the mayor. Oh. Oh, no. He is the mayor. He's the current mayor. I can't read. Rudy Giuliani was the old one. And then... Well, there were a lot of old ones, but... (laughs) Fair. (laughs) New York has a rich and decorated history. (laughs) It does. (laughs) That we know nothing about, apparently. We digress. So, anyway... (laughs) So Mindy de Blasio is marrying Barry. (laughs) Barry Finkel. Bonds. (laughs) Barry Finkel Bonds. Barry Farber. Barry Farber. That's it. It was kind of Barry Farber. Mrs. Dr. Barry Farber. That's right. And Mindy. So, so she finds out that they're getting together and she's um, pretty upset about it. But at the same time, she like knows that she made the right decision, but she, is like, oh, I just, you know, there was no passion in that really. So she's, okay, so Rachel and Ross are sitting on the couch talking. By the way, they both look like they've just got rained on. Oh, no, they're sitting at the kitchen table over dinner talking. And Ross is making some awkward humor about, like, some puns with Marcel. Bring me the mm-hmm. and pee on the. And, and, she, and she looks like she just came out of the rain, and he looks like, a rumpled mess. And so I don't know, whatever, whatever's going on with that. Um, and she was just like, Oh yeah, you know, I'm, I, I don't want to be with him, but it's just like, could I ever have one of those relationships where the person is your best friend, but they also like, you know, make your toes curl like chemistry and whatever. And he's like, yeah, yeah, definitely. And she's like, that's what I want. And then they, you know, he's trying to kind of go like, well, maybe that person's right under your nose. And like, right as he's about to say it, he gets interrupted. And the rest of the guys come in. Um, they were out seeing a movie and they all come back. So, um, yeah, so so that's kind of what sets the scene for it. And then that's when, like, the next, like, cue to the next thing as the guys are all together at the pizza place talking and eating pizza in their long wool duster jackets. Did you notice? Yes, I what's did notice it? those. And I don't know what's up with the wool duster jackets. And I also want to know who orders a whole pie in house in New York, you get a slice or you get two slices. You don't order a whole pizza. Well, maybe it's because they were with Joey. I guess that's true, but because <laughs> if mean, you think about guys, like if they're each going to yeah. eat two pieces, that's almost a whole pizza. Yeah. I've just never seen it. Fair enough. I'd never seen it either. I, but I mean, when I go I to New York, I eat a lot of pizza. And it's like a slice at a time. Yeah, you just like get a slice. I don't know. Who knows what these guys were up to? Weird wool coats and too much pizza. Yeah. Um, And so so he's like, I'm telling you guys, she said she's looking for somebody just like me. And tonight, and they're like, okay, come on. Like, don't you think if something was going to happen, it would have happened by now? 
I want to stop there for a second because that's an interesting, I think that like, I don't know. What's, what are, what are your thoughts on that? If it was going to happen, it would happen by now. Yeah. Mm, I mean, we, we know that that's not true, but I mean, like in real life. Yeah. I think like at a certain point you have to kind of let things go, but I will say there has never actually been a point where Ross has like tried to tell, actually told Rachel how he feels. Right. So it's not like he told her and she rejected him and he tried again and she rejected him. It's like, she has no idea at this point. And like really up until this point, she just got out of the engagement and there was like the whole Paolo thing. And like, it hasn't really been that long. So I think that if he wants to go for it, he should. And then if she says no, then you move on. But I mean, there's no way to know until like you try. I also think like that. Yeah, no, I agree. And I also think that like, like you said, it's not like he said anything. Also, like the, I'm sh- this has happened to both of us before where like you have these friends that you just, it's not that you're like, Oh, Hmm. Would I want to date them? No, probably not. Or I'm just like waiting around for them to ask me out. It's just that you're like, I've literally never even considered it because I've never seen you in that light or thought of you in that light. I've just thought about mm-hmm. you as a friend. And so it's like exactly shit at the beginning. I just thought of you as my, f- my friend's older brother. And so it's yep. like, I don't know. So I, I, I honestly think that, okay, I think it's different for women and men. And I know I'm making some big mm-hmm. generalizations here, but I think for men, I think it's really important to have that instant, like instant attraction, instant connection, instant wow factor. And if they mm-hmm. don't have that, or it's like a girl that they've known for a long time, they, they don't turn it back on. And it's like, eh, yeah, but she's old news. Whereas girls don't need that. Like, a, like women do not need to be like instantly attracted to it for the most part. I know, again, I'm gen- generalizing, but like so many of our girlfriends, I feel like have been like, oh yeah, I wasn't really that attracted to the guy at first, but like getting to know him, I became more attracted to him or like, you know, cause it's like once you feel comfortable and safe and you know that they're a good person and it's not just mm-hmm. like, are they attractive or not guys? It's like, are they attractive? Yes, no. And then they can get to know you more. Whereas girls, it's mm-hmm. like, are they attractive? Eh, like, yes, no, I don't think so. But like our minds can be changed on that point. So yes. I just think it's like guys being like, no, no, if she liked you, it would have happened. But it's like, well, A, he hasn't put moves on her. So that would have been her having right. to make the first move. And B, they're thinking like guys, not like, like Rachel would have thought. Yep. Advice to the listeners out there that if you're a guy and you think that a girl that you know would never be into you, that's not true. Like, she doesn't have to be all right at the beginning or nothing. So anyway, just make your feelings known. It's I do know it's so hard to, like, tell a friend that you like them because you don't want to lose the friendship. Mm-hmm. And that's tricky. But I still think that guys need to know that women are wired differently than men are and... Yeah, there's there's hope for you yet, is all I'm saying. <laughs> Unless you've been fully Hang in there, them. Ross. Hang in there, old Rossy. Yes. So anyway, so that's what's happening. So they, they're talking about that at the pizza place. And then cut to... Rachel's watching Marcel. Yeah, so Rachel... Her little buddy. I actually like her outfit. Um, I love her outfit. It's so I was so going to say that. And I looked, I like Googled the one where the monkey gets away. And you know how like Google starts to predict what you're going to say? Yes. 
I wrote like the one where the monkey and it's a, it wanted to fill in gets away Rachel's outfit. Ah, cute. <laughs> so apparently we are not the only ones who like her outfit. I wonder if it's on, um, as seen on TV. I don't know what that is. Oh my gosh. So there's this website. I think it's called as seen on TV or like, oh no, maybe that's like those things you can buy in infomercials. It's called like as mm-hmm. seen on. And so I started Googling this when I was watching, um, the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and the Mindy project. Cause I was like, I mm-hmm. love, oh, and, um, how to get away with murder. There's just so many good outfits in those shows. And so if you Google, like, so if you were to Google, like the one where the monkey gets away, Rachel's outfit, I guarantee you that epi- that website will come up and it shows oh. you like, here's where, like, here's like the exact same skirt it's from. Nordstrom's or like, here's one that's similar to it from Modcloth, And, Mm -hmm. and you can like go online and buy these pieces. Yeah. It's awesome. So you can basically like shop the look. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll get shopping. Get shopping. I don't think I've actually done it yet because I haven't been able to find, oh, do you know what it was? It was, um, how I met your mother. There's this one dress that Robin wears that is so cute and I was looking for it and I don't think I ever found it on as seen on, but anyway, Again, we are just digressing left, right, and center. So (laughs) Rachel's wearing this adorable skirt, crop top, turtleneck combo. I could do without the knee-high socks and the chunky shoes. Ah, Speaking of which. I think it goes with it, though. It goes with it. But so at one point, Marcel, um, she, like, sees Monica's shoe and Marcel has pooped in it. So she goes to, like... She puts the monkey poop in the wedding announcement or the engagement announcement and goes to throw it away, leaves the door open, and the monkey gets away, hence the title of the episode. Um, but when she, like, comes back and, like, Monica comes in and she's, like, she tells him, like, oh, he pooped in your shoe, those clunky little Amish things you think go with everything. I was, like, Rachel, <laughs> look down. You're wearing the same shoe. I know. <laughs> I know. It's like, did you borrow them? Yeah. Like, uh, you guys had a two for one and you bought the collection shoes. But anyway, so people come, um, the whole gang, except for Ross come back and she gets everybody like running around the building looking for the monkey. And she's, she feels really bad and she's really upset. And Monica's like, right, you stay here, you know, call, call around and wait for Ross to kill you. And we're going to go like knock on doors and try to find this monkey. So the girls run into Mr. Heckles, who we've met before (laughs) and is a funny, yeah, he's pretty funny. And he's like, I had a waffle out here. Where, where'd it go? It's missing. And they're like, no, we didn't take your waffle. And he's like, you owe me a waffle. And, um, and they're like, all right, whatever. Bye Mr. Heckles. And then the guys are like perving on some young girls. So that's fine. Um, they like, <laughs> well, I was thinking they go and knock on the door and the girl's like radiator is, I guess, up too high. I yeah. don't know. I don't know how, if it's not like an air conditioning unit with a digital thermometer, I don't really know how to work it. But, um, it reminded me of, I'm pretty sure it was sophomore year when our AC froze and then defrosted in the living room of our oh, apartment. Yes. It like froze up. So it wasn't producing any cold air. But it also then defrosted itself, which meant our entire nasty carpet in our apartment was Flooded. covered in water, which is just mold waiting to happen. And we didn't have air for like, it was a while. And I feel like it's worth mentioning that we went to school in South Florida. So it's not South Florida like a, and it was September. Yeah, So this isn't like a spoiled privilege. This is like a need it to live situation. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we weren't like 
flopping around in cute outfits, making daiquiris. We were like, just, Disgusting. I don't even know. I think we just tried not to, I think we slept a lot. I remember like, we were just like, anything else took too much energy. We were like, don't move. And I just remember like lying there and just being like, I can't get up. Everything is hot and sweaty and disgusting. And yeah, as soon as <laughs> so you like walked hot. into our apartment, it was just like, you'd get this like lazy, sleepy stupor. Swampy. Yeah. And actually, so it froze over. It then like defrosted itself, flooded the carpet. And then, um, it did mold because like the sun didn't directly hit it. That's and right. And so it actually did. Like it was basically like we were living in a Petri dish, like the entire carpet molded. Oh, it was awful. Ugh. Um, I have lived somewhere with a radiator because living in Chicago in like old walk up buildings, that's what we had. But, um, and it, it was one of those things where like, it was either too hot or like you couldn't feel it. Mm-hmm. Like there's no in between, but mine never got broken and stuck on. Thankfully. That's good. Um, yeah. I don't even know what I would do with that. Is radiator the thing that looks like a coiled snake yeah. kind of. Yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's the radiator. Um, and then if you have one of those, you have to have like a box unit AC, which is right. An atrocity. But I had that for five yeah. years too. Um, yeah. so, so back, so speaking of, um, did you notice that? Okay. So anyway, um, back in this sh- episode, I'll tell you that in a second. Um, everybody's running around. Rachel's on the phone trying to describe the monkey. Ross walks in and she's like, okay, Ross, like, um, we've got to talk. And he's like, yeah, I want to talk to you too. And he's like, starts to uncork. And I was just like body language, Ross. He like starts to uncork, <laughs> uncork the wine. I mean, he's nervous. I get it. So he's like uncorking mm-hmm. this bottle of wine. And he's like, I just was thinking about the conversation we were having earlier and, and you know, how we were talking about, you know, that best friend, but passionate type of love. And she was like, Ross, I can't do this. And he was like, okay, quick and painful. And then she's like, (laughs) no, no, I, you know, and she like, she didn't even realize what he was talking about and he didn't realize what she was talking about. And she was like, I lost Marcel. Um, and he gets so mad at her, like flies off the handle instead of being like, I was just like, you like this woman. Like I couldn't believe he was just like, okay, what happened? Tell me the story. Obviously it was an accident. What have you tried to do? What like, can we do instead of just being like, how could you do this? Oh, you're so obsessed with yourself. Like, like he immediately like goes for the jugular. Mm -hmm. I feel like that was Ross though. I feel like he just really like, he has very little of the benefit of the doubt in him Mm. in general. He just kind of not, I don't know if assumes the worst is the right thing but like he definitely sings things very black and white like anyone could have taken the garbage out and like I mean my cat sneaks out when I bring the groceries in sometimes like it happens I wasn't being careless but that's it that's it is that he assumed she was being super careless and he started just talking about how like selfish she is and I was kind of like if you have this all sitting like right under the surface about how selfish this woman is, like, yes. why do you like her so much? Like, or like, uh-huh. you know, if you're just like sitting there at any minute, like waiting to like bring the, all the things you dislike about her. I don't know. I just thought it was like, that's very true, but you're right. He does assume she was being super careless and like, yeah, she probably could have closed the door and like been more careful, but like, it wasn't like, I mean, she was being a good 
babysitter. They were watching TV mm-hmm. together and she had to throw away mm-hmm. monkey poop and not just leave it. So anyway, um, yep. what's funny about that is while they're, they're like arguing with each other, it, the shot pans out and Marcel's out on the balcony. And I don't know if I'd never noticed before he's eating a Belgian waffle. Okay. I thought it was a donut. But that makes no, way more sense. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> nibbling on um, Mr. Heckles' waffle. <laughs> That's Because everyone thinks Mr. Heckles is crazy, but yep. he's only partially crazy. He's only partially crazy. Did I tell you about that um, squirrel I saw around, like, <laughs> I was visiting a friend. In, well, I mean, I see squirrels all the time. But my friend had surgery, and I went to the hospital just to, like, bring her flowers. And I was kind of lost because the hospital is this massive campus. And I was looking for, uh, like a signage, like a directory thing. And it was in this little courtyard and I look at the signage and just past it, I see a squirrel running with an entire cheese Danish, <laughs> like the size of, you know how big they oh, are? The like squirrel. they're yeah. like mini, they're like salad plate size and he is running with it and he carried it for so long until he jumped off. It was like kind of up some stairs, this little lofted courtyard. And when he jumped off the side, he dropped it. Oh, no, he was walking along the edge and he dropped it. And I saw him, like, really try to figure out how the best way to go down there and get it. And he just jumped onto this tree and ran down and went and got the thing. But there's also a lot of Airbnbs in my neighborhood. And they're always throwing out, like, pizza and beer and other snacks. And so, like, it is not uncommon to find a squirrel in my backyard with most of a piece of pizza or like a whole bagel. (laughs) Um, I found a piece of bread in my window box, my flower box once, because I guess it was leaving it there for later. So I don't know. I'm always seeing animals, (laughs) animals carrying around all this food, but I'm like, who throws pizza away? That's my question. That's a good question. Why was your waffle in the hallway? He wasn't ready for it yet. He explains us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now that you say it that way, it's yeah. completely clear to he me. He must have forgotten. <laughs> yeah. He put it he put it on the out, outdoor radiator cuz he wasn't ready for it yet. Um right. Oh. So so then um that happens and then we come back and Rachel is like I'm doing everything I can. I've got everybody out looking and sh- and then the door buzzes and they're like, it's animal control. And she's like, see, I even called animal control. And he's like, you did what? And so she thought she was being helpful to get animal control to come help. But as the mm-hmm. rest of us know, Marcel is an illegal exotic animal and not allowed to be there. So this lady, I, mean, walked... I didn't know that. I guess like, but you wouldn't have called animal control. I don't know. I might've called animal control. Okay, fair enough. I really I really can't say. Like I would have thought if anyone's going to help me wrangle a monkey, I mean, they'd be my first guess. Yeah, I suppose. I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's just really odd that Ross has an illegal animal. Like yeah. how did he end up with Marcel? I don't even remember. I just, don't like, bought him one either. day on the black market. <laughs> I don't we might be a plot hole. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, he just shows up one day. Just rambles on in one day. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so this lady walks in with this French braid and unfortunate like zookeeper outfit. And she's like, 
And she's like, oh my God, you're, you are, I don't remember how it comes up that she's Monica Geller. And she's like, oh my God, you are. I think she calls her Monica. Someone calls her Monica or something. Yeah. I can't remember. Anyway, it comes up that they all went to high school together. And she's like, I'm Louisa from Homeroom. I sat behind you guys. And they're like, oh, Louisa from Homeroom. That's right. And then she's like, you guys don't remember me. And she was like, you guys were horrible. You never said hi to me. Um, You were just basically like popular bitches in high school is the the consensus. Um, And so she's like. They're like, oh, come on, Louisa, be the bigger person. Just do it this once for old time's sake. And she's like, nope, I'm going to get that monkey. So then mm-hmm. race against time. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> to quote Phoebe. Um, to quote Phoebe. They go down to the basement and they see Marcel. Um, the girls do, um, Monica and Phoebe. And they're about to, like, get him. And then Louisa comes up from behind with her tranquilizer dart and she's like, out of my way, the monkey's mine. And Phoebe, in a very like Greenpeace PETA move, jumps in front of the <laughs> animal to save it, gets shot in the butt with a tranquilizer dart. And Marcel gets away. And then Phoebe's acting all like crazy and loopy because her one butt cheek has <laughs> has gone numb. <laughs> um, anyway, it's pretty funny. And then um, – Ross and Rachel are like wandering around on the street looking for Marcel. Ross kicks a sign because he's annoying. And then <laughs> Rachel, you know what I mean? I guess it's like his, his rage or whatever. <laughs> it's like when guys punch walls, I guess. I don't yes, know. Yes. It's really annoying. Like, congratulations. You have so much rage. You can't contain it. You and all the five-year-olds in the world. So good on you. Yeah. You're a real tough guy. <laughs> like, I don't know. You're a real tough guy kicking that pole. And he's like, great. Now I broke my foot. And I was just like, that's not Rachel's fault. fault Is that that falls squarely on you? (laughs) She didn't like take your foot and slam it into the pole. No, he's so annoying anyway. And so then she kicks the sign too. In a move of solidarity, they see these monkey, these um, bananas go by and they're like, "Mm, hang on a second. So they find the source of the bananas. It's Mr. Heckles. They go in and there's Marcel (laughs) in like a little tutu. So they call him back and then at the last minute in sweeps Louisa, puts Marcel in a cage, is about to take him away. And then Rachel threatens to sue, basically. (laughs) <laughs> because Louisa. Well, she gives her the chance to like. She does. She that's when she's like, "Come on, be the bigger person." Yes, I was the homecoming queen, and you the were prom also queen there. And the class president. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you were also there. Yeah, but you Louisa were... doesn't doesn't bite. She doesn't want to be friends now. Which no. I mean, there's plenty of people that like I wasn't friends with in high school, but I don't think I would take my job as a 20 something or a 30 something to like play out a repressed vendetta against them. But yeah. maybe it's cause I don't have any vendettas against anyone. I was going to say, I don't think maybe just one girl. Really? Well, I can't, I can't, I'm, I'm mixing a few girls up. So it's like, I feel the... like they had vendettas against me first. Okay. Fair enough. Um, but I don't, but yeah, I mean like, you know how some people like they have, they have power in their job and it's just like, you take this too seriously. Mm-hmm. Like you use it to like harm others. 
Yep. When I ran a coffee bar, I hated, and this, this is going to sound horrible coming from a woman, but I actually hated having female, um, like food safety inspectors because I felt that they had had so little power in the rest of their lives that they felt the need to like overexert their power in the food safety category. And the men always, just in my personal experience in that job, always, um, pointed out the things that actually needed to be pointed out. And the women were like petty, always trying to get me on something. Yeah. Very petty. Yeah. Um, and I'm all for like being up to code and food safety, but it was like, you know, an I wasn't dotted and they were like, well, you have to redo it. Your chef's hat was in the kitchen. But that makes me sad. It makes me sad for people like Louisa that that's the only, you know, power they feel they have. Yeah. Like, yeah, she must, she doesn't seem happy. That's for sure. No, she's not. But I also like, I can't think of anybody in high school that was like an entitled princess, but like, I don't know if I'd necessarily want to like help them out present day. I don't think I'd be like, I'm going right. to use my job to like show you, but also like we didn't have those experiences in high school. So I think, well, and even at the very end of the episode, they're talking about like all the different things that ha- like Joey's like, Oh, I loved high school. And Monica's like, Oh, I hated it. She was fat and everything. And I was like, yeah. I liked high school. High school was fun. I mean, I'm not like, oh, best times ever, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And we had a lot of fun. I wouldn't really change anything. Like, I feel like it was the kind of experience you're supposed to have, whatever that means. I think you'll agree with me on this one, Renee, um, because when you lived in London, like, and living in New Zealand, when I talk to people here about my high school experience, it, it's, it was like a high school movie. Yep. Like it was very, like, wait, did very, the bus pick you up at your house? I'm like, yeah. Well, we're like down did. at the bus stop. I was well, down at the bus away, stop but. in my neighborhood. I'm like, wow. Yeah. The big yellow bus, but like, not just that, but also just like, <laughs> you know, the like football players in their varsity yeah. jackets with like the boom box on the shoulder and just like, <laughs> it was just funny. And we had like our it drama funny. friends and our, I don't know. It was just like, it was it was pretty like cliche high school, but I really, really enjoyed it as well. Agree with in you. It was a fun online. way. Yeah. In a fun way. And and I think like probably not every single person we've talked about this before, but we were talking about middle school. So before we were like, write to us if you, we went to middle school together and you had a different experience. So now let's hear if you went to high school with us and had a different experience, or if you remember it being as great as we do. Yeah. To be fair, a lot of people from our middle school went to our high school. So yeah. might have a little overlap, but I think we all had a lot of fun. I think the people we went to middle school and high school with, we all had the most fun. Had to have. Maybe everyone else didn't have as much fun. The out- <laughs> Not outsiders. That's the wrong I word. Mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you were also there. <laughs> and you were also there. For all the Louisas out there, let us <laughs> cool know overall. what you thought. <laughs> Yeah. So now give us, give us a shout. How was your high school? We'd love to hear about it. I'm not, we're not going to go into too much of our high school stories now because we've come to the end of the episode and we have nine and a half more seasons to talk about all of our best high school memories. So mm-hmm. we'll get there folks. We have to save something. We do. Um, but at the very end of this episode, yeah, Ross finally gets the guts to like start to talk to Rachel. Oh yeah, that's and right. So then he, 
So he's at the very, oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. How can I forget? So at the very end, it's just Ross and Rachel again. And he's got that same bottle of wine and he's like uncorking it again. And he was like, so. <laughs> Do you hear what he said? He's like interested in anything of the uh, grape or something the grape? like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, can I mm-hmm. interest you in a, in some grape persuasion or something? And she's like, okay. <laughs> when he turns off the lights and she's like, oh, and he's like, oh, must be a power outage. <laughs> and, um, sits down next to her and he's like, Hey, he's like, Hey, I was thinking about how mad we got at each other earlier. And, you know, it must be because we both, I don't remember what he says, mm. but then he was like, something about passion. Yeah. Something about passion and like, which, mm, that's not love Ross. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> Conflating a little bit, but, um, but then, yeah, so then he's like, you know, I, I couldn't help thinking about that and what we were saying earlier. And then he's like about to kind of say to her, you know, like, I'm your guy. And then the door flies open and who is it? None other than Dr. Barry Farber, DDS. DDS. Walks in and is like, Rachel, I can't do it. I can't marry Mindy. I'm still in love with you. Ah! That's it. Yeah, crazy. That's I know. It. I know, guys. You weren't expecting that one, were you? <laughs> I certainly was not. No. Other than the fact that I've seen this episode before, but... Yeah. I did not see that plot twist coming. No. So that sets us up pretty well for the next episode, which is episode 20, the one with the evil orthodontist. So we'll leave mm. it there for now. Do you have anything else, Renee, before we sign off? No. I think that's pretty much it. Okay. Nail biter for next time. What's going to happen with Barry Farber? <laughs> Oh, no. So he keep the DDS at the end of his name? <laughs> Will Rachel become <laughs> Mrs. Dr. Barry Farber DDS? Will Mindy de Blasio find out? <laughs> <laughs> will we find out Mindy's last name? Only time will tell. Only time will tell. All right. So that's <laughs> it for this one. Um, I think about half of this recording is actually about the episode and the other half is about... Our eating habits. <laughs> How slow I eat. So, um, anyway, thanks guys for joining us. Join us next time for season one, episode twenty, the one with the evil orthodontist. For now, we are signing off episode nineteen, the one where the monkey gets away. Yep. I'm Ashley, and I'm Renee. See you next time. And bye. bye.